But looking at uh, the PPI numbers that came out yesterday, what's the outlook for the rest of the year? Yes, the PPI numbers came out yesterday. And just to give uh, the listeners uh, a view of what PPI means, what it tells you, it's an indicator of the price pressures in the production sector. And it essentially tells you about the cost of production and the changes therein. So you could perhaps say it's it's the CPI of the production sector. And it's very important and it links to us normal consumers because it, it's a linkage to consumer prices. So if we see an increase in the cost of production, then we know it will filter through to high consumer prices and vice versa. If production costs come down, then it filters through to lower consumer prices. So we saw that PPI increased to 5.2% in September from 4.2% in August. And this is higher than the market's expectation, which was of 4.9%. And we already saw that coming through when we speak about the linkages between PPI and CPI. We saw that come through in the CPI numbers um, earlier in the month. So the main driver for the increase in the PPI was the Coke Petroleum Chemicals category. And we saw in September that the price of petrol and diesel were up 13.5% year-on-year and 11.9% year-on-year respectively. And what kind of counteracted the increase in PPI was a decrease in food products, beverages, and the tobacco products category. So the outlook for the rest of the year is that we can expect PPI to remain below 6% for the remainder of the year into 2018. However, just a word of caution that there are upside risks to inflation, which would be coming from food prices, energy, and the currency. So just to, you know... Um, let the listeners know that the food category is the biggest component of PPI. It constitutes about 25% of the basket. So any upward pressure that we see in food prices will definitely come through and change the inflation outlook quite considerably. And of the main concern in the food park basket are the meat prices. So this could increase substantially at any point if the avian flu outbreak proves to be more widespread than we previously thought. And, of course, chicken makes up a bulk of the meat category. If we look to the energy front, we have seen that the oil prices have increased quite sharply over the past couple of weeks. We spoke about it on Monday as to that the factors that have been increasing those oil prices have been disruptions in the, disruptions in the Middle East, the lingering effects of the hurricane, the OPEC production costs, as well as increased demand for oil. And then another big upside risk which could push PPI up is, of course, the RAND. And we know how the RAND has behaved this week. It's increased quite considerably over the 14 RAND mark. So why the RAND? The RAND is the number one driver of prices in South Africa because it's attached to all these international prices. So if we see the price of petrol going up or maize going up, and if the RAND depreciates, those are two components which will filter through to an increase in local prices. So in terms of the forecast for the RAND, it's likely to remain volatile going towards that ANC elective conference in December. So with all this in mind, we just probably have to um, know that interest rates are not likely to decrease later this year. And then uh, the ratings agency Fitch, they came out with a statement yesterday concerning the midterm budget statement. What can we deduce from that for this one? 
There's more bad news from the ratings agencies. Yesterday, Switch did release a statement, and they revealed that they're disappointed with the budget speech. And it's no surprise, we're all very disappointed and depressed after that speech. I know I certainly am. Um, So they've basically said that the dire economic picture that the Minister of Finance painted out for South Africa and the world suggests that there could be a change in policy direction away from that fiscal consolidation. So this being the cutting down of the deficit and the debt which the ratings agencies really wanted to see from South Africa in order to keep us, um, or for some of the ratings agencies, to keep us at investment grade. So the ratings agencies did anticipate this as a consequence of all the cabinet reshuffles that we've seen this year. So Fitch also referred to the fact that in the speech, the minister spoke about didn't speak about plans to limit the damage to the economy and further that those divisions that they've seen in the ANC provides an unclear political environment which is actually not conducive to the fiscal consolidation which they aim to see. So, as we've seen earlier this year, there were two out of the three ratings agencies have already put South Africa's foreign debt on sub-investment grade, and it looks like from the speech it's inevitable that they'll be putting us on full junk. And when I mean full junk, I'm talking about the local and foreign currency debt being put on sub-investment grade. So, currency, currently, Fitch is the only ratings agency that has us on full junk, so the local and the foreign on sub-investment grade. SMP only has our foreign debt on junk and they have our local currency one notch above junk and then Moody's is the only one who's kind of kept a positive outlook on SA with keeping our debt one notch above junk. So kind of reading from the statement and previous statements that have been sent out they're kind of preparing the market for a downgrade. And from the market view, they're anticipating it's a matter of when and not if. So we'll see what will happen later on this year. And just a quick summary for those who are interested on the euro front, the ECB came out from their meeting yesterday, and they've basically pushed out uh, the reduction in their quantitative easing program out to next year, which means that the interest rates in Europe will not increase this year. Well, we'll leave it there. You have yourself a good weekend. Hopefully, Friday will start loading right about now. And uh, uh, we'll I speak to you so. again shortly. Thanks so uh, much. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. And I hope everyone is in good spirits after this week. Well, get better there. Um, that was research analyst Fundiswam Kuta.